Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. This week, I'm going to answer a ton of questions about Microsoft's new operating system, Windows 9. I mean, uh, Windows 10. If you're keeping track, yes, that's right, Microsoft has skipped the ninth version of its operating system altogether. Was this due to a technical glitch or a simple counting error? I've heard a few reasons for this. My two personal favorites are the famous childhood phrase 789 and the suggestion that the new operating system is so innovative and such a huge leap forward that it technically warrants skipping an entire version. But first, this podcast is sponsored by lynda.com. lynda.com is an easy and affordable way to help individuals and organizations learn. Instantly stream thousands of courses created by experts on software, web development, graphic design, and much more. So as I'm sure all of you guys know, I'm in the tech industry, and I absolutely love lynda.com. They have a ton of development courses from almost every language of programming that you can imagine. And what I really like is that I know all of these courses are taught by someone who's really knowledgeable in the subject. I can't tell you how many times I've consulted a YouTube video or a webpage just to find out that the person giving the talk doesn't really know what they're talking about. With lynda.com, they have beginner to advanced courses for all experience levels. They have mobile apps, so when you're on the go, you can just pop in your headphones and watch a full course. Then you can pause it and come back to it when you're at your computer. I initially started using lynda.com so I could get some experience with some other programming languages. But then I found that they had other great content, such as how to use certain programs like Photoshop that I've been wanting to learn for a really long time. All of the courses are in HD, and they also have transcripts, so you can search through each course and see only the portion that you want. Okay, now I've worked out an exclusive deal with lynda.com to provide you with a special offer to access all of their courses for free for seven days. Visit lynda.com slash techtalker to try it free for seven days. That's lynda, L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash techtalker. However, I think the most plausible reason for skipping Windows 9 is laziness. A rumor has been floating around that an anonymous Microsoft employee stated that there was too much code which made reference to Win 9 operating systems, such as Windows 98 and Windows 95. When written in code, the operating system is usually written shorthand as Win 9, which could possibly cause a lot of software errors if a program checks to make sure you're not running an old version of Windows while installing a new one. And if you have Windows 98 installed, it might get confused and return an error because it can't differentiate between the previous Win 9 and the new Windows 9. And this is because their shorthand name written in code is the exact same, Windows 9 or Win 9. So instead of going through decades of old code replacing Win 9 with something else, Microsoft may have just opted to skip that version and move to Windows 10. I'm not sure if this is actually the case, but it certainly makes sense to me. Alright, name calling aside, Windows 10 has just released last week for a technical preview. This means that anyone can download this version of Windows to check it out and make suggestions for developers. The actual operating system won't be released until later in 2015. But this gives the public a chance to work with the new operating system and get feedback before the actual final product is released. According to the press release from Microsoft, this version of Windows is designed to be installed on anything and everything from desktops to tablets and even the Internet of Things. I couldn't find any details on how they intend to interface with the Internet of Things, but I would be really interested to know more. And if you don't know what I mean by the Internet of Things, check out an episode which I've posted a link to in the show notes where I've done a full episode on the Internet of Things. Now, let's talk about the new features of Windows 10. 
First of all, after a lot of hubbub, the Start menu is back. It was previously replaced by the Metro interface in Windows 8, but is back in Windows 10, so that business users don't have to switch between tiled apps and desktop apps if they don't want to. I, for one, am really glad that they are bringing back the Start menu. I hated the Metro interface so much that I actually installed a program that would bring back my Start menu. The next new feature is multiple desktops. You'll now be able to create multiple desktops to help keep all of your windows organized. This means you can have one desktop for work stuff, including spreadsheets, email, and other Word documents, a separate desktop for personal stuff like Facebook, RSS feeds, and games, and other desktops you may want to create for your own individual needs. Many versions of Linux have had this feature for a while, and I'm a big fan. It's a great way to keep things organized and easy to see. If you're having a hard time visualizing it, I posted a link to those show notes to a video that makes it really clear. The next feature is more snapping positions. In Windows 7 and 8, you could snap windows left and to the right for easy side-by-side comparison. Now you can snap to the four corners of each screen that you're using. This is to allow you to have multiple windows open and less space for each of them. It isn't mind-blowing by any means, but it's nice to have. There are other upgrades for geeks like yours truly, such as the ability to copy and paste text in and out of command prompt, and the ability to use tiled apps from Windows 8 in a windowed mode that allows you to resize them. It's the little things in life, guys. Overall, this version of Windows is much more business-friendly. It removes the home user look and feel of the Metro interface in favor of a more professional experience. It still maintains a good touch user interface and is compatible with previous versions of Windows. Thanks again to today's sponsor, lynda.com. lynda.com is an easy and affordable way to help individuals and organizations learn. Instantly stream thousands of courses created by experts on business, software, web development, graphic design, and more. For a free trial, visit lynda.com slash techtalker. That's lynda.com slash techtalker. Now, let's take a look at what's not so great about Windows 10. After exploring this version of Windows, I must admit that I'm by no means blown away. I'm hoping there's more in Windows 10 that has been revealed so far. Personally, I'd like to see a good photo management program and a good video editor, as well as a decent sound recorder. These three things would be a huge boost. When Windows 10 is released to the public, it's expected to be about a $30 upgrade from Windows 7 and a free upgrade from Windows 8 or 8.1. If you want to try it out before it's released, check out a link that I've posted in the show notes where you can download it and test it out for free. Now, just a word of caution, this test version should not be used as your primary operating system because it's not done yet. You might experience a lot of headaches with software compatibility before it's released officially. All right, now it's your turn. What features do you want in Windows 10? Are you disappointed by the new operating system or are you excited? Let me know your thoughts in the comments section of this episode or by posting your feedback on the Tech Talker Facebook page. Well, that's it for today. Be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at quickanddirtytips.com slash techtalker. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or want to make a suggestion for a future episode, post them on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker, keeping technology simple. 